Okay. So here we are. Another evening with the Course of Love. We are currently in the Dialogues Unveiled. We have read up into um, paragraph 12 last week. I'm going to stop here and say good evening. Good evening. Hi, Reverend Bill. Hi. Nice to hear you. Yeah, good to be here. Looking forward to this material. Yeah, we started the recording already, seeing it's about eight minutes after. Gloria joining us? Uh, No, she's not going to be with us tonight. Thank you. Okay. Okay. So if we would mute our phones, and I will continue with getting us started. So again, here we are in Course of Love. We read up until paragraph 12 last week, and looking back, I think it's worth to read, pick up the last sentence of 10 and read 11. And we have Judy and Miguel. And I'm assuming Reverend Bill will be reading. You betcha. Okay. Yeah, I I think we'll read new paragraph 12, 13, 14, 15, and 16. Okay, so... Anyone, I'm leaving the tones on for a little while to see if anyone joins us. If not, maybe I should set them off so we don't, we're not disturbed and I'll ask when we finish reading who's there. So let me do that. It, it's, too un, it's too unsettling. Got very quiet. Did I lose connection? No, you did not lose connection. Paula may have disconnected herself again. Yeah, no, I'm hitting the wrong buttons all the time. It's just one of those nights. Hold on. I'll get this right one day. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. All right. So... uh, we will continue when I say <laughs> to start. But before we start, I'd like to just give us, a, you know, say a few centering words to center ourselves, particularly myself. I'm a little discombobulated this evening with my own personal situations in my life. Sometimes it just gets a little overwhelming. So let's take a deep breath and relax <sighs> and bring our hearts and our minds together in wholeheartedness, feel the union and the relationship that we share this time together and know that we are one with our Father who loves us and sees us with such love and compassion 
and knows the truth of who we are. And so, when we are anchored in faith, we claim peace to keep patient and positive. Guidance to show us the way. Healing to claim our wholeness. An abundant supply to meet our every need. So with patience, anchored in faith, you will find that peace. And if we take a moment or five minutes or ten minutes or a half hour, any time during the course of our day and just sit in silence and listen, clear our heads of all thoughts, emotions, feelings, and just sit the receptivity of feeling the truth in stillness and peace. Oh, that feels good. Yes, yes. Okay. So this evening we have Judy, Miguel, Reverend Bill, and I'm going to ask, just for the heck of it, has anybody joined us that would like to announce? You know, I have to be honest at this point. All day, Lee Flynn has been coming into my mind. And I was wondering, because somebody said he pops up on the calls in the morning, the Course of Miracle calls. And I was hoping that one evening, on a Wednesday, he pops in just even to say hello. So we never know. We never know. We get these feelings, and we know it's the truth. So, here we go. So, what I would like to suggest, as I said earlier, to feel the flow of going into paragraph 12, I think we should just do a reread. I'll start us off with the reread. And then Judy, 12, and each will do a paragraph. Miguel, 13, Reverend Bill, 14, and then we'll do 15 and 16. Julie and Miguel will do, unless somebody else comes in later on. So, this as a recap to what we discussed in dialogue last week. As you know, this has not made the world a place of peace nor a celebration of life, but it has kept the world a world in which love exists as reality and form. This has been crucial. However, longing to experience life in all its fullness has never been stronger. This is a longing not to remain or to be constantly striving to retain release from the experiencer, but to fully embody the experience through unity. This is a longing to be the experience. This is a longing to be the experience rather than to cease to experience. This is a longing to experience the true self in and through the experience rather than as the experiencer of the experience. This is a longing to be, a longing to fully live and fully enlighten, a longing to experience no loss but only gain. Judy, would you please read 12? 
Thank you. To experience full union and the loss and the loss of the experience of the self as self is, when prolonged, an experience of the loss of the self of form. Some still desire this loss and see it not as a loss, but as a gain and are fulfilled by it. Many more have remained quite convinced that this loss of the sense of self is the ultimate achievement and denied the sense of loss of the personal self that existed in truth. Others have chosen the peace of monastic life as a substitute for full involvement in life, seeing abstinence from experience as one way of retaining the peace and love of union. True desire for such choices can, once again, result in in fulfillment as the chosen diminution of of experiences are not restrictive, restrictive, but true to the nature of the personal self. Thus, the personal self is not being denied, but being allowed to experience its own true nature. Let me, can I ask at this point, Judy, you have the more current edition, right? Yes. In that paragraph, with all the mention of self, are any of them with the upper case? I don't I believe haven't. so. Just let, just let me go back here. Lower, lower. I don't see any. Uh... Oh, wait a second. In the very first sentence, to experience full union and the loss mm-hmm. of the experience of the lowercase self as the lowercase self is, when prolonged, an experience of the loss of the capital self as form. Yeah, I have that too. Okay, there's one okay. other I was curious about. Would you continue to read and look further down? Yeah. yeah, I'm just looking at it. Okay, many more have remained quite convinced that this loss of the sense of capital self is the Mm -hmm. ultimate achievement and denied the sense of loss of the personal small self that existed in truth. You see, uh, that's the only two that I have indicated on my copy that is the true self. Yeah. Okay. I believe so. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah. Okay. Miguel, would you like to read 313? Yeah. So number 13, experiencing one's own true nature is bringing the miracle of creation to form. Restricting one's own true nature blocks the miracle of creation. A tree is here to be a tree. If, if, if there were a mechanism whereby it could restrict its nature and not be a tree, then it would be something else. But there is no such mechanism as there is no such mechanism in you. You cannot be something else. This acting, um, no, you, you, you cannot be something, you cannot be something else. Just a moment, you can act like, oh, oh, you cannot be something else by restricting your nature. You can act like you are something else. This acting like you are something else is the ego. If the tree could act like like it was something else, it would still be a tree. And still be even a particular kind of tree, a tree unlike any other, a tree vulnerable to the conditions of its environment and given nature. Because it is meant to be, because this is what it is. What is what created 
as the ground where it stands is given growing ground. This is just what is and cannot be different. To know the love that is what you are as what you are without interference of the self of form is to know the perfection of your particular form, of your particular vulnerabilities, of the conditions and environment of the life you are given, of the ground of your being, and to cease to wish that any of it were different. When you cease to wish that any of it were different, you quit restricting the miracle of creation that is who you are. Let me ask, since we're a small group today, having read these three paragraphs, the new ones, 12, 13, and 14, would you like to dialogue on them now or continue? I mean, they're pretty meaty in my word. So I'm going to leave that to the majority. What do you think, guys? Yes. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, Yeah, I think think they're they're worth spending some time with, not just reading through quickly. And let me just ask, as the tones are off, has anyone else joined us that would like to announce at this point? And let me pose this question it's because Judy and I were talking about it. Miguel or Reverend Bill, has anyone seen Lana on any calls that you might have been on or heard her? Lana I'm sorry, you've seen who? Lana. 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 My understanding is, is that she's dealing with a, a medical challenge at this point. I can't. Uh, okay. I was thinking of sending a note to her. To simply check in with her. Yeah. yeah when you I do, or if you do, Bill, could you please send my send my best to her, please? Because I have been thinking about her. Yeah. Okay. Judy, I could forward your, her email address to you. I'm sorry. What was that? I can forward her email address to you. Okay. You Thank you. Directly. Yeah, I have it. Okay. <coughs> do that. Okay. So the floor is open. I have a question. I'm wrestling with it, and then I've got another observation on number 13, but let's have that as a separate topic, a different topic. Um, We went through the the looking at paragraph 12 and identifying the true self, um, and the true self as form, 
And then there were more personal selves down at the bottom. The, the, it ended with the, those sentences, true desire for such choices can, once again, result in fulfillment as a chosen diminution, diminution of experiences are not restrictive, but true to the nature of the personal self. Thus, the personal self is not being denied, but being allowed to experience its own true nature. This personal self is being referred to here. Um, I'm coming to recognize the personal self as a means of us presenting ourselves uh, to others, a means of representing ourselves, so to speak, and in our, our reading on the personal self in the treatise there, we're seeing that the, previously the personal self was sourced or, or the result of our separated self. And the direction in the treatise on the personal self was the personal self to be the expression of the true self. So I'm looking at the, the, this, the end of this paragraph in that regard and, and wondering if this is referring to our personal self as the expression or as expressed through our true self. Anybody have any comments or is this good for a discussion? I think it's great for a discussion. Yeah, it leaves a lot of hope, yeah. Yeah. What do you take it as? I mean, how do you see it? Bill? Uh, how you do? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, did you ask did. me a question on that? Yes, I did. Can I? I'm sorry, I missed yeah, it. Oh, um... What you just what you just described, I was just I was just asking how you see it. Well, um, we've we've just finished the treatise of, of the personal self. <laughs> mm, okay. In, okay. You're coming and, from uh, there. Got it. Okay. So we've been we've been with that for about three weeks now, looking at mm. that in depth. And, and this, is, this is the indication that I've got that the, the personal self uh, is, as, as I understand it there, is the means that we have of relating to others and then also that, that personal self could be construed to be um, ourself as well, but it's it, it, who was the, what was the driving force behind that? The personal self driven by the ego or the separated state or the true self? And that, that the, towards the end of the, that treatise, most of the focus was on <clears throat> the personal self being an expression of the true self. So... 
Uh, I just wanted to open that for a discussion and see if everybody else, if that's consistent with, with your understanding or, or are you seeing the personal self in a different manner? Okay. I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to weigh in on that. Okay. You know, and I'm going to bring it down into my, for me, for the most simplest terms without getting too deep into what has resonated through me. And I was talking about that to Judy recent, just before we got on the call. And it comes down to the acceptance of personal self, to love thyself, the personal self. It's the expression of the love for who this self is in this human form, personal self. I'm not going to label it anything other than, well, I don't even want to throw, you know, in the moments in my egoic thoughts or my, my true thoughts, the personal self, I know what I want to say, I'm just trying to put it the best way I can. True desire for such choices, once again, yeah. Thus, the personal self is not being denied, but being allowed to experience its own true nature. That's what resonates. So, the personal self is being allowed, and by allowing and loving the true self will lead me or lead my soul to know the true self. It's like one, it's all one. You know, we use many, many words, true self, personal self, but it's part of the process. We have a personal self and he tells us, love every part of yourself and then you will know truly your true self. That's my most simplistic way it spoke to me. Without pulling it apart, that's what resonates in my heart when I read that. So the floor is open for any other thoughts on that. Well, I just want to say that from what the two of you, Bill and Paula, have just expressed, I feel, and I feel, the truth in both. I feel the truth in both. I think you're both absolutely right. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. How about you, you, Miguel? Yeah. Miguel, do you want to contribute anything at this point? Yeah, I, I have difficulty with this. I do not quite. Uh, first of all, I feel this um, uh, chapter, uh, paragraph 12 is still continuation of what he was saying in uh, 10, uh, in 10, you know, about what we were referring to, uh, the, the, the masters from the East and West. He's still referring to that stuff, I feel, here. Uh, yeah. To experience full union and the loss of the experience of the self as self is, when prolonged, an experience of the loss of the self as form. In other words, death. In other words, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just, just disappear yeah. <laughs> from the earth. Mm-hmm. So, so, some still desire this loss and see it as not a loss, 
but as a gain and I fulfill by it. This is what the saints and martyrs and the mystics and from the East and West have said, expressed. Many more have remained quite convinced that this loss of the sense of self is the ultimate achievement and denied the sense of loss as a personal self that existed in truth. So, loss of the personal self existed in truth. So, in this case, now he's saying those who go into monastic life, for example, are denying the loss of the personal self that actually is there, he says. Mm. And then he goes on, others have chosen a piece of their monastic life as a substitute for full involvement in life, seeing abstinence from experience as one way of retaining the peace and love of inner union. Fine. True desire for such choices can once again result in fulfillment. There should be a common there after fulfillment. As the chosen mm-hmm. diminution, diminution of experiences are not restrictive, but true to the nature of the personal self. That is where I, I began begin to lose it. Now, I, I don't understand this last phrase here, what he means by that. Not rest, they are not restrictive, but true to the nature of the personal self. Somebody can have, And then the next line too, I have a question mark. Thus the personal mm-hmm. self is not being denied, but being allowed to experience its own true nature. So the last two sentences, I do not understand how it goes with everything else. Perhaps someone can explain to me. Perhaps that is what Bill was trying to say. I do not know, but um, I don't understand. Thank you, Miguel. Um, yeah, thank yeah. you, Miguel. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Those are two good, have, good questions. Yeah. yeah, we have to be cognizant of muting our phones when someone's speaking so you don't realize these sounds that come through. It makes it hard to hear sometimes, okay? And I just want to say, is there anybody who joined this conversation would like to announce that they're here? More crowds tonight. Okay. Let's uh, <laughs> okay. Let's try something else here that that I'm seeing that <clears throat> at the beginning of the paragraph to experience full union and the loss of the experience of the self as self is when prolonged an experience of the loss of the true self as form. Uh, so that that sentence to me is is saying recognizing uh, the loss of the true self as form is simply having the the fullness of our true self as one as union as let's say as the Christ. That, as if to say, the the true self of form is is I, is not in my experience or not in my consciousness at that point because I have gone beyond that and and I have attained the Christ, the oneness, the full oneness with all.
And then some still desire this loss and see it not as a loss, but a gain, but as a gain and are fulfilled by it. As if to say, if this is representing attaining the complete Christ, our complete oneness with God, the, the atonement. Is that what that is referring to? Many more have remained quite convinced that this loss of the sense of true self is the ultimate achievement and denied the sense of loss of the personal self that existed in truth. That's where it gets confusing. Or, well, it's denying the sense of the loss of the personal self in other words, having gone beyond any sense of having lost the personal self. Oh, boy. Having lost the sense of the personal self and instead simply know the Christ, know our atonement, know our oneness, our complete oneness with God. We are God, We are God. period. Wow. Um, And then others have, and watch this, others have chosen the peace of the monastic life as a substitute for full involvement in life or the full Christ, seeing abstinence from experience as one way of retaining the peace and love of union the experience of being in union and not having fully attained complete Christ's consciousness. Well, Is this material being given to us like the rest of the course of love for us to get it the way that we're going to get it at any given point? That it's for us to to see and observe and be aware of it in that manner, in that light. (laughs) I got a lot of questions here, don't I? (laughs) I think we all do. You know, and if you look Can back I... at some of the previous paragraphs where he emphasizing the experience, longing to experience life is, is at its fullest and never been stronger. This is a longing to be the experience, the longing to be the experience rather than cease to experience. And I think that's when he came to 12, he did, he showed the two differences, you know, that is it some still desire when is it to experience full union and the loss of the experience of the self the self is and you know it gets confuses me at this point a little bit but i think it's still because when we go into 13 he brings it kind of round and he says experiencing one of those two natures bringing the miracle of creation to form so this 
to me is like he's taking us through these many steps of, you know, the experience of, you know, uh, union, uh, relationship, longing to, you know, some choose to go one way. Many others, like the monastic life, chose to shut off the abstinence from experience. I don't think, you know, he's showing there are different ways to come to the truth. And, you know, and I think it's really open for the individual's interpretation. I don't think there's one answer here. Truthfully. Can I, can I weigh in on this too? Sure, please do, Judy. Okay. I don't know if I can express it very well, but I will give it my best shot. Um, I think the first sentence in 12 has to do with, well, wait a second, let me just back this up. And you, you've all kind of said all of what I'm about to say, I think. I don't even know what I'm going to say. In different, you've expressed it in different ways. I'm just trying to piece it all together in some way that can make some kind of sense to me. And what I am feeling here is that what he seems to be saying to my understanding is that, yeah, these are two different kinds of experiences that are available to us. There's one experience where we just want the peace and the quiet of just simply being. To know ourselves as the truth of what we are. To know ourselves, not to believe, but to know the truth of exactly who and what we are. And not take that any further. Just knowing it is enough. Many people don't want to go beyond this simple just knowing it. I know who I am and that's enough. And without using all of the terms of the personal self and the true self, because I know, I don't know about you guys, but I can get completely mixed up when it comes to words. They can confuse the living daylights out of me. So for me, I need to keep it just so as simple as I possibly can. And that is what that means to me, that there is not just one way of being. There is this way that, he, that is being talked about, that is just the pure beingness of the Christ self, if you like, just the pure beingness of just knowing the truth of what we are. And for many people, that's enough. And yet I also feel at the same time that what is being asked of us here is to go just a little beyond that and to take that feeling, to take that experience of being completely one, take it, move with it, Allow it to move rather than being something static and peaceful and blissful and living there. Take it a step beyond and allow the movement, allow creation to come in and to allow us to express with it. I, I don't get that it's just a simple matter of whether I'm in my separate self or my self of union. I get that it's, it's, it's total. We are one entity unto ourselves, completely at one with each other. 
And in this oneness, the one, the first one here, seems to be expressing to me a way of being that doesn't involve anything or anyone else. It's just a pure, blissful, isolated sense of feeling that is enough for a lot of people. And yet we can take this oneness of our own beingness and share with other oneness of beingness to allow that movement within us, that movement, creation can't happen without movement. So the, the, the movement is an important part of the equation for me. And then the expression is what we do with one another I hear you express, and I feel it, and I feel movement, and I feel something stirring within me that I wish to respond to. It's shared. I know there's more here, but that's about as far as I can go with this right now. And I don't know if it makes sense to anybody, but I think I did get some kind of understanding for myself, so thanks. I'm, I'm complete with it for now. Judy, I appreciate what you said so much. Yes. Yeah. I felt that. Did it make sense? <laughs> it did. It made a lot of okay. sense to me. Okay, good. Because yeah. it did make sense. It does make sense to me in the way that I understand what is being mm-hmm. said here, what is being written here. And I don't know about the rest of you, but I, get, I can get completely confused and it takes it out of the simplistic form for me when I get caught up in all of the words that are used mm-hmm. and all of the terminology it starts to feel like groupthink. It starts to feel like consensus thinking. It starts to feel like anything other than what this is, which is a dialogue. Yeah. And so I think our own words can really help clarify it for ourselves. At least it does for me. I don't know if, if, if the rest of you feel that way or not. I just know that it does seem to work for me in allowing me to attain some level of clarity about what is being, what is being um, how I am receiving what is being given. Yeah. That's the individuated mm. self being one. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Judy, I want to thank you for what you said, you know, what, the, what you shared or what you presented there. Um, and... Um, don't know what more to say. You know, it's it's not so much that, that I agree with it one way or the other, but I get the sense of what you're saying. I feel like the sense of it, and and that, and to put in my words, it would be to recognize along the lines of what Paula just said about um, the individuated self making a choice, that choice of their means of expression, their means of being. Um, and that that's just fine. So uh, yeah. apart from that. Mm. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't want or expect anyone to agree with me. I just want to be understood, that's all. Yeah. 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 It's everyone's <laughs> feeling their own uniqueness. And, you know, yes. that... And he says that writing they're experiencing one's own true nature is bringing the miracle of creation to form. Restricting one's 
own trees, a tree, you know, we're all processing whatever words you want, absorbing, feeling, knowing, and Judy, you expressed it, Reverend Bill expressed it, Miguel did, I did, and that's what true dialogue is, it's sharing, it's not convincing someone else, oh no, you know, this is the way you should think. We're sharing, and mm-hmm. that's dialogue. And what yes. we each take away from that sharing is what we need to hear at this time. Not the many, many words. It's the experience of it, to feel it. This is an experiential work, not, a, you know, intellectual dice dissection of it. <laughs> that was the course of miracles. This is yeah. not that type of work. How you yeah. experience it, I do, Reverend Bill. It's fine. We've all expressed it oh, in our yeah. own individuated selves. I hope yes. I did not come across as trying to convince anybody because that was no, a no, no, in no, my Judy, mind. no, no, no. Okay, good. Because yeah, I'm saying yeah, the yeah, exact okay. opposite. You express. Yeah. You share in dialogue. That's what I'm saying, and how I share in Miguel. You know, there's questions, and we question ourselves, and hopefully an answer will come. But not necessarily that it's one way, you know, we hear what we need to hear at this moment in our evolution, you want to call it, in our journey. Yeah. This is not a textbook. This is not a text. This is not <laughs> questions and answers. This is it. Not the Course of Miracles. Thanks, Paula. Yeah, thank you, Paula. And to wrap this up, you know, I wrote over here in the border of this, this paragraph, a mysterio, mysterious, oh, excuse me, yeah, a mysterious universal shaking up of being <laughs> as, as this entire paragraph. And yet the last sentence to me gets to the, the bottom line and what, what is available or what, what is being offered here. The personal self is not being denied but being allowed to experience its own true nature. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. I agree 100%. Yeah, and you know, Miguel did it in his way and he has questions and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. You know, in 13, he kind of talks to us in such plain English. A tree is a tree. If there were a mechanism whereby it can restrict its nature and not be a tree, you know, he's saying it's like, it, it's it's all okay. And Judy, you yeah. expressed it, Reverend Bill did. Experiencing one's own true nature is bringing the miracle of creation to form. To us in our personal self and form. Oh, perfectly said. Thank you. I'm looking forward to getting into that next paragraph in that regard. And I think Paula will get a laugh out of it. But um, uh, the, the, other, the other item that came up for me, Paula, and, and everyone... My sense of it is, is that we've gotten what we got out of this paragraph at this point. As we continue on, we may come back and look at this and see it in a completely different light. In our, indi- 
mm-hmm. in our individuated self. You might. Yeah. I might not. Yeah. 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 We so. might or we might not. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like and everything. Okay. We may yeah. or we may not. Yeah. Actually, everything mm-hmm. is okay. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Everything is okay. Yeah. The last thing that I want to do in my life is to go into judgment on anything or anyone. That has been so huge with me, especially this past couple of years, is just staying out of judgment and staying into staying in love and just allowing everybody just to be who they are and loving you all just for being who you are. That has been such a big thing for me. I just need to respect that. That's filling our hands, isn't it? With what is ours to do right here, right now, every moment. (laughs) (laughs) Great. And Paula, I had one other item that that came up as we were looking at this. I recall with Lynn and Kids group that we were in last summer, I believe it was, that we... I don't know that we completed the dialogue unveiled at that point in time. And I'm just, I'm curious. Uh, I'm wondering if, if maybe Lynn have found any more insight or, or, you know, had more that might, might be valuable to us for us in considering this down the road. What would you think of us calling and inviting her to come and join us? Yeah, I, she's been on a call, one another call. She's making herself available again, slowly. Uh-huh. She had backed away for a while. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I want to impose on her. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. She, she, yeah. You know, she's, she she's aware through the website what's out there. You know? Yeah, certainly I wouldn't be considering this as an imposition, more like an invitation if she wants to come play with us. But um, mm-hmm. anyway, I've been thinking of calling her anyway. So I might do that. Well, she's more than welcome any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. So Judy, what you said did did help me understand uh, to answer my did did help in for me having you know I had questions and it it helped me because the line that you said is the next paragraph is asking us to go further that explains it. So, Thank you, Miguel. Look, looking at it again, uh, I don't have those questions anymore because I, uh, because in this paragraph 12, he is <clears throat> describing the way others have done it. There's nothing wrong with that. But he is asking us to go further, starting in 13. Experiencing one's own true nature is bringing the miracle of creation to they did not they stopped at a certain point and that's fine mm-hmm. as he said. but he's asking us to go further than that and to bring the miracle yeah. of creation form 
drop the ego and let let the uh, divine marry the uh, the the human the spirit uh, the the marriage of spirit and matter mm-hmm. that is what he's describing in 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 paragraph 13 mm-hmm. uh, yeah and thank you yeah ah. thank you miguel and you you know it's like you can't deny it like you said a tree is here to be a tree you can't deny that <laughs> You can act like you're something else, just act like you're still, but it's, it, it's when you realize the truth, the tree is still a tree. And that's, I love how we use that. Yeah, thank you, Miguel. I appreciated your words. Hmm. How do we go? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then in paragraph 14, he goes even further, uh, even if I have a form that is, let's say, let's say, that's, that's a disease that deformed or, you know, so many different types of forms. He's saying it is still the perfect form uh, to know the love mm-hmm. that is what you are, is what you are without the interference of this. See, this line is awesome. To know the love that is what you are as what you are without the interference of the self of form is to know the perfection of that particular form. So no matter, uh, I mean, I might be mm-hmm. missing uh, legs and arms and this and that and uh, whatever, not having teeth, this and that, all kinds of stuff, whatever. Um, he's saying, <laughs> he's saying you, you, you do not let the self of form interfere with, with what you know you are. That is how you know the perfection of your particular form, of your particular vulnerabilities, of the conditions and environment of the life you, you were given, of the ground of your being, and to cease to wish that any of it were different. That allows me to absolutely right now accept myself fully, mm-hmm. uh, myself, of course, in spite of how my body, the form, looks, appears, is in a presented self. And that is awesome. Yeah. It is. Radical self-acceptance. Yeah. Thank you, Miguel. Thanks, Miguel. Yeah. I just read the last line again. When you cease to wish that any of it were different, you quit restricting the miracle of creation that is who you are. Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm done. You know, and he sums that up even right. You know, in the other parts of the you know the book, love yourself as you are, where you are right now. And that's what I was saying. You know, that self love. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And yeah, that is so true. Acceptance and accept every part of yourself. I'd I'd love to interject here something here that uh, speaks to the totality of creation. Um, And Paula heard me ask this in another group earlier today. I began reflecting on this a couple of days ago. I was saying to myself, "Is is a blade of grass a perfect creation of what it is? Is it, is it as perfect as we are in our truth, even though we don't know it? 
Yeah. It's not saying that does the blade of grass have consciousness? I'm sorry, but but that uh, does a blade of grass experience a sense of being, a sense of of of, of acceptance and and uh, just just being able to to be fully accepting of what it is and what what experiences it has there. I know that that scientists have measured that indicated on on plants that they, there are some reactions that they can that they can measure. That, that um, and I'm just seeing that. I, that came up as a question um, in the nature of our creation when we when we hear um, God created us as as spirit and we created we made our body as as we've seen in both a course of miracles and a course of love that uh, that that kind of brought about this whole discussion. And so I was pleased to see the recognition here that a tree is here to be a tree. It's here to have an experience of being a tree. Mm-hmm. And, and in, in some of the work that we're looking at, the journey, in the journey to the unknown, the question may be there is that, um, or, or to recognize that, that perhaps we have been a tree or we have been a blade of grass or we've been some animal, or we've been devoured, or we've been the devourer in the form of an animal in some time of previous existence. I, I know I'm going off on a tank. I'm going off on a tangent here, but, but it's, it's speaking about the nature of creation and mm-hmm. what we have walked away from in our separated state. <laughs> And I believe separated state. We never yeah, really separate. That's exactly. Thank you, Paula. Good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. So, and within our spacious self, we, encl- we encompass it all. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Bill, the question yes. that you posed about the blade of grass and you know, all immediately immediately made me think of this paragraph in day 22 I would like to read uh, which uh, when it was read last Saturday and you know, I think a couple of Saturdays ago was quite uh, could you hold on a minute I want to pull out the book and join you as you as yeah. you read that what page yeah. is that uh, 22.8 22 points. Okay, I'm there. So, I'm there. 22 8. Uh, actually, I've started the previous uh, paragraph, uh, previous sentence. You're, you okay. sense that if you could fully express this place of union, if you could abide there, if you could share this place in an aware and conscious state, that you would bring this state into existence in the reality in which you exist. This awareness of union with God is what is now uh, is is what is now within you, awaiting your expression. Awareness of union with God exists in everything. 
It is there in every tree, in every flower, in every mountain stream, in every blowing wind. It is there in each and every human being. It is now time to quit acting as if it is not. It is time to be a channel for the awareness that exists in every tree, in every flower, in each mountain stream, and in the blowing wind that you can add in every blade of grass. It is time to be a channel. <laughs> It is time to be a channel for the awareness of union with God that exists in every living being. being. This awareness is what we have been calling Christ consciousness. But what you call... Not. So, you know, this, 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 this last sentence, 22.8, was uh, a big... Uh, it was a puzzle for me for a moment. And then I realized, you know, what does it mean? I was wondering... I even posed that question aloud in that Saturday group. What does it mean? Someone has said, to, yeah. someone, what does it mean? Yeah, wait. Reverend Bill, can you mute your phone? There's a lot of static. I, somebody. Sorry about that. Yeah, thank you. So, uh, so, you know, I was wondering, what does it mean? If I really wanted to know. It is time to be a channel for the awareness union with God that exists in every living being. He's asking me to be a channel for what exists in the blade of grass. And, and then he answers by the next sentence, 22.9. This awareness of what we have been calling Christ consciousness, but what you call it now matters not. And later on, somewhere in the, in the coming days, he will tell us that Christ consciousness is the awareness of the presence of God, that God is in everything. I'm quoting it exactly, I think. Christ consciousness is the awareness that God is in everything. So, anyway, so that is, I was reminded by your statement. I'm complete. Thank you very much for that, Miguel. Thank you. Um, Miguel, I'm sitting, here with, I'm sitting here with a grin like a Cheshire cat. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is yep. perfect. Thank you so much for this. There is the answer. Thanks, brother. Amen. <laughs> mm-hmm. this, and this is just a tribute about the perfection of each one of us and our will, if you will, in alignment with God of, of being, of progressing, of, of journeying, if you will, as we are. And, and bringing this forward into our awareness, our consciousness, and, and seeing it in everyone we're with, and seeing and knowing it in, in all of being, all of life. Wow. I want to bring... Thank you. Uh, uh, thank you, Bill. Uh, I want to bring something to this, uh, to this forum <laughs> for your input. Uh, just before this call, I was talking to my daughter and uh, telling her that I have ordered, I have uh, sort of reserved uh, a, a little pig, <laughs> a piglet or pigling uh, that I want to roast uh, in, in about a month or so. I want to, I will have to slaughter it myself. I, I will have to do everything. Uh, my friend, uh, my friend, I, I buy it from my friend who has a farm and raises pigs organically. And so my daughter, uh, you know, found it 
objectionable, not in a judgmental way. She says, don't you feel sad or bad or whatever? But I said, I eat meat, I eat all, you eat meat, I eat meat. Anytime, isn't it hypocritical for me to think that, oh, that is something sad or bad for me to kill a pig when I eat meat all the time? Uh, so, I, and then I said, but I am going to do it consciously. I'm going to make a ritual. I'm going to thank the pig for giving its life for me, offering its life. And I really want to make peace with this uh, animal, this being, before I kill it. Uh, I've never done this, but I will have to. I, and I heard <clears throat> some Native Americans used to do that, be like that. Uh, so I want to make it up uh, really... Uh, but I do not know exactly how it's going to, what exactly I'm going to do, but I have to, and I have to, just like I read, I have to be the channel for the aware, awareness of God that exists in every, in that pig before I kill it. So, um, I'm just doing, I'm just bringing it here for your, any comments you have, any inspiration. Thank you. Thank you, Miguel. And I have a question, um, and and I, I, it makes it makes sense. I I, I get it and appreciate it. Uh, and I I'm curious: um, is this desire is it rooted in your upbringing, your uh, from your childhood, in in your your culture that you were in at that time? Yeah, it is nostalgia. I have never done this, but it's my, yeah. uh, uh, and I'm in the mood to try certain uh, certain dishes that I was I grew up with, and I have tried about two or three of them already recently, which all involve meat. And this is another thing mm-hmm. <coughs> we used to do as a young man. We used to kill our own, we used to raise pigs and kill them once a year. I mean, kill a pigling once a year at Easter time. And we used to do everything. And I want to do it just one time, just one time, uh, just for the, and it's my most, it's, mo, it's my best memory of food eating uh, that I have for my entire life. And I've never, I, I, I have never tasted anything like that since I was a teenager <laughs> for like 60 years now. So I want to do it one time. And, uh, and so, yeah, yeah, in, yeah, answer is yes. It's, it's just a culture thing. But okay, I, 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 I meet That sounds stuff. great to me. Why, why, why not? Yeah. And you're doing it from love with Christ consciousness. It's not, you know, and it's like, you know, let's think, comes Thanksgiving, farmers go out and kill the turkey to put it on the table that day. You know? So it's like, it's all part. Of every culture. But I want I to do think. it consciously, you know? Consciously. That's what I'm saying, and, that, and that's great. Yeah, you're coming from <clears throat> love. Uh, I would take it on to say that this would include blessing beans when we're having beans, mm-hmm. or blessing mm-hmm. fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Everything is alive. Everything has consciousness, even if it's a root yes. or a flower or a pig a or a cat, whatever. 
consciousness. Gloria and I are going out to dinner after this, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to blow our mind with this. <laughs> oh my gosh wow what a great invitation miguel thank you <laughs> i love it and and it corresponds to what we what we're seeing here and what we're reading and and as i said a few minutes ago you know that a couple of days ago this i began i found myself questioning this and beginning to 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 get a sense of a blade of grass as being a divine perfect creation as it is and being exactly as it's going to be just like the lilies in the fields or the birds in the air (laughs) and as as jesus told us way back then what we're supposed to be recognizing as well for us it's all here and, and it's all this part of this creation. I love it. Wow. We nice. nice. All... I'm complete. Yeah. Another way, this 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 point about the sacredness of aliveness of everything was made so beautifully in lesson 156 of the Course in Miracles and um, and it is so 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 true I have experienced that in some ways and that everything in other God is being uh, the leaves the fruit and the tree and the pig it's all God all provision is from God it's, it's God being God for example, one Jesus said to us, have anyone bread? You just get in your car, go to the store, you buy and you pay for the bread and you bring it. And you, de- you don't think of God at all for one second. You think you can mm-hmm. just buy the bread and you have bread. But actually, if you were doing it right, if you were doing it, uh, I'm not, he didn't say it exactly this way, that um, it is God who is providing you the bread, the water, everything is being provided by God within. It is, it is, it is made manifest for you to, to cater to you. But, uh, but we don't remember it. And now we are told to, in that day 22, to be the channel of the awareness of God that exists in everything. Yeah. It's really something to contemplate. How am I going to be the channel for the grass that I step on as I walk out of my house and for everything. Yeah, I'm complete. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Miguel. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you both. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Miguel. You know, I, I want to bring something to, to the attention. We were talking about plants and how they um, they are one with us and they feel the energies that we emanate and our connectivity. Um, I have gone through my earlier years having tried to you know, maintain uh, plants. Of course, living in apartments, it was always you know, in, in a house plant. And they would never survive. And to 
make a joke of it, my children you say, Ma, you don't have a green thumb, you have a black thumb. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> you can kill a, an artificial plant. But I'm sitting here in my living room and I'm looking at four potted plants. And I think I mentioned a son's call. Because of where this human form is right now, this soul that is inhabiting this body, and the energies that emanate from it. I have a plant that is 26 years old. I have killed this plant over years. It went dormant, came back. It is flourishing. It is growing. Every plant that I bring in flourishes. It, it, I'm, I marvel at it. You know, like, look at your wife, Reverend Bill, with her flowers. Because she emanates the truth of who she is. The oneness with those plants. That we are one. The energies that we send out. Yes, take scientists to prove that. How plants, you know, react to vibrational forces. <laughs> right? But we know. <laughs> I yeah. see it. Wow. That took yeah. me back several years. Mm-hmm. Years and years and years ago, my late husband went on to the Mike Douglas show and talked about that very thing. He was a uh, scientist with the uh, Department of Defense. Mm. Yeah. And he brought the awareness to the masses on the Mike Douglas show about oh. the plants and plants and consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the memory, Paula. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's everything. You know, we are mm-hmm. part of everything. I know. And, you know, Miguel and that love of that piglet, it's fine. It's fine. So I appreciated Miguel Miguel touching on the Native Americans um, for blessing everything. And and fits right in with this. You know we're waking up day. Yeah, when you know, you sit down and people which I you know, they sit and they they grace before they partake in their meals. I'm thankful for what's in front of them. The vegetables, the meats, the breads. It all comes from love of God. And we all should say grace before we partake. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I think we've done quite a bit of justice to these paragraphs you read. Yeah. And, you know, oh, yeah. He, just, he does follow up, uh, like, 15-2, how he talks about our humanness. You know, the human's ego is thus in need of restriction, but every restriction 
No, I didn't want the lack of restriction of many human beings that results in horrendous acts, hideous acts upon fellow human beings is a matter of unrestrained instinct, not unlike that of an animal. And yet there's understanding. You know, he, the animal follows natural instincts for the f- survival of its natural form. The human who does not know love follows unnatural. The ego is thus in need of restriction. But then I love how he finishes up. The human spirit that knows love is not in need of restriction. The human spirit that knows love is rather in need of being unrestrained. Hmm. That is fantastic. That last sentence. So, I think that's going to wrap up our evening. That last, unless anyone wants to just continue some dialogue on 15 and 16 before we say goodnight. Do you want to cover those tonight or would you be willing to go back over those on next week? Well, that's what I'm asking. If you want to, we can. If not, you know, we can always go back. Well, I'm feeling pretty filled up with what we've covered today as it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do too, but I want to, to leave, you know, that yeah. No, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good too. Oh. So, okay. so we would start but, next week with 15? Yeah, we'll back up and start there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm, I'm kind of full too. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great place to be. <laughs> So again, I thank you all. And for those who might have been on the call and didn't announce themselves, I don't know. Anyway, everyone is always welcome. So have a great evening, everyone. Enjoy your dinner with uh, Gloria and give Gloria our love. And uh, Miguel, you take care and invite us to dinner. Thank you, everybody. I just want to thank every one of you for us being able to. Wow. What's this called? Dialogue Unveiled? I mean, mm-hmm. here we are. We have, we have just opened the gateway and said, whatever comes up, it's here. It's right for us to be exploring. And I thank you for that space. Yep, no. Yep. We all contributed yeah. in our own Ditto. way. Ditto was right. <laughs> yeah. Have a great evening. Take care. And see you next All right. Love to everyone. Bye now.